Hello, and welcome to a shorter than normal episode of the UK Airshow Review podcast. My name's Sam Wise. On the forums, you'll know me as Wissam24. And joining me today are uh, Dan Ledwood, uh, Ledhead27 on the forum, and Dominic Vickery, Dom Vickery on the forum. Uh, so we're recording this right after the virtual air tattoo, and indeed the first real-life air show of 2020, which took place at Shuttleworth at the weekend. I thought we'd get together and share our thoughts on these two brand-new air show formats. It's worth saying that uh, actually none of the three of us on the show tonight went to Shuttleworth itself, but hopefully uh, Scott, who on the UCAR team, should have a review up for us soon enough. But we've all watched most, if not all, of the virtual air tattoo, while it very much wasn't the same as actually being at Fairford's hallowed ground and we missed missed that like anything um what did you think of this new virtual format Dan I quite like you know I thought it flowed really well it almost um when we were speaking about it when we were watching it at the weekend it almost had like a I think you described it as a match of the day vibe particularly in the, in the <laughs> studio um I think there was a nice balance between the stuff that was going on in the studio uh, between Mark and Ben, obviously doing the bulk of the commentary, um, jumping, looking back at previous displays and the, and the virtual displays as well. But I think for me, the, the, the one thing that I'd take away from that, which I liked the most, was you, you could clearly see the amount of effort that the team had gone into. 100%. Talking to air arms, display teams, and getting, you know, some some of the videos. I think the when they spoke to the Hawk T One guys at Leeming, it was no more than maybe thirty to forty five seconds long, and uh, it was probably the same for the most of them. But it was just nice to see a little bit of something from a hell of a lot of different uh, squadrons and stuff like that. I I really liked the the quality that went into that part alone, and the whole thing was really well crafted. It, it was very professionally done it was a it was a nice watch i wasn't sat there going oh god is it nearly finished um it was as as good as you could probably get mm. to with the next thing being actually at react done yeah echo what dan said uh really good to see you know the, the effort put in not just by the guys to produce it but get reaching out to the overseas uh you know display teams and air forces um thought that was really well worked um, flowed really well I said a little earlier I think some of the virtual displays is not really my cup of tea so I did sort of zone out with watching them but no way did that take away from you know the overall production some of it was really good like, well, really well put together um, enjoyed it and it could have been very easy for them to just say well you know, done nothing see you next year yeah but fair play to them for putting it on really enjoyed it that is actually the biggest thing to say is that the clear effort to put something on regardless was was on show you you could tell that they had that it wasn't a half-hearted no let's you know let's just run some archive footage they were actually very creative and very good at introducing variety into what is a what is a complete unknown for everyone you know this this hasn't been done before to, to, to no. produce essentially a, 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 a you know aviation entertainment show like this to my knowledge is is new and and unprecedented and uh, yeah they they had a few hiccups watching it you know there was audio cutouts and and some things didn't necessarily 
gel as as well as they were meant to but but that's you know that's the the pitfalls of doing something for the first time and i thought it was just a genuinely very good production i liked that it was the same commentary team i liked i love the contributions they got from air arms all around the world you know to have like the the stuff from the canadians to have the the bespoke um uh, production stuff from the Italians, for example, is just it's just incredible, really, really, really good, um, and, and really is is a, a, just a continuation of, of what the air tattoo is all about, which is that international uh, uh, coming together. You know, it as a tattoo. You know, to point out the obvious there, maybe. <laughs> um, it's, it's funny you said about the virtual displays because, so I'm a very avid flight simmer i've got a full setup at home and you know stick and pedals and head tracking all that sort of stuff and i i mostly quote fly in uh dcs which is the program that they were using for the virtual displays in the air, virtual air tattoo um and i'd be, I'd be quite keen to get my hands on that uh, virtual fairford map actually <laughs> but having having said that i've never watched a virtual air show before and they do happen, you know, there's there's usually a couple a year. And I've never watched them because generally speaking, a lot of the stuff is just is um virtual uh replicas, if that's not too demeaning a term, of things that I'm probably going to see at least once a year anyway in real life, you know, with the real noise and the real uh sight of it. So I I it's never had that appeal for me even as a simmer. But I think we discussed it on an earlier episode, much like it will with things like the esports scene and the e-racing scene. Scene, I think it's a fantastic advertisement for flight simming and for these virtual displays. I, it's really good to see them getting their time in the limelight because I know that they do put in a lot of work into yeah, what absolutely. they do. Uh, it was really, really cool to see the virtual Red Arrows, you know, uh, working with the real life red arrows um and, and the the in- endorsement i guess you would call it of the real team giving them um which is which is gr- a great reward for that hard work because they do they put in hours and hours of practice you know there isn't the risk involved but it's a it's hard work doing it in the sim you know i tell you formation flying is it's hard work in the, in in a flight sim um so that that was really cool uh, and like, and I think I would probably agree with you. I would say, as an enthusiast myself, the behind-the-scenes stuff maybe was of more interest uh, to me than the virtual displays. But yeah, that's that's not to knock them at all. I thought it was really, really good of them to get them involved. I think um, it was uh, like you said. I never realised, you know, I, I'm, I'm sure we'll end up doing a podcast episode at a later date surrounding like flight sims and stuff I've, I've played flight sims but I've never really appreciated how much effort and time has to go into really polishing the displays when you're flying with nine other people and it, it, it must be quite a different experience to when you're actually doing formation flying in real life because you haven't got that physical sort of appreciation for where the other where you're uh, teammates are and stuff like that. Mm. It's, so I, I, you know, I give the, I give them my full you know 
support and it's just as you say it's a bizarre thing to watch the red arrows when we see the red arrows usually every year but in a virtual format yeah but yep as i said can't can't knock them at all can't take away from what they do how they no, do it at all I, I i love the fact as well that they got in uh pilots into the studio i guess is the word studio yeah um to chat about what they do to have these real real um uh real life interviews with the with the commentary team you know people like tim prince for example it's just that was great to see that yeah was really interesting. obviously you know plugging the episode that we did with him on the podcast but um <laughs> but yeah and, and to, to have him involved in 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 what is you know a brand new step for the air tattoo is so appropriate so one thing that maybe this slight concern that i had going into watching it was i wasn't quite sure how they were going to pitch the virtual air tattoo as you say it's an unknown nothing ever ever has been done like it before so the team must have been concerned as to whether it was going to be pitched from more like uh, you know, appealing more to families and stuff like that. You know, you've got usual acts turn up like the Typhoon and the Red Arrows and stuff. I wasn't sure if it was going to base more on that, but I actually was pleasantly surprised by the amount of enthusiast material, if that makes mm. sense. So, again, I think we spoke about it. When we watched the stream on the Saturday, uh, the first sort of look back video. Um, was of the Romanian yes. MiG-29 MiG-29? MiG-21 sorry from last year <laughs> um, which I thought was brilliant because I, I don't know if they were going for that sort of thing or not but I I almost got the impression that's for the enthusiast because it isn't a typhoon they could have happily have opened with the Red Arrows or something or the BBMF maybe not to take anything away from them but to have something quite unique and interesting as an opening for your virtual mm. air tattoo weekend I think is a you know, pretty, pretty big sort of claim to make straight, straight off the bat of doing it, and there was some, and there was some interest. You know, having like the Midnight Hawks uh, display in there, it was great. I, what I watched back quite fondly. I didn't see, see them at Riyadh, but at Waddington was uh, to see the Black Eagles display again. I mean, that was eight years ago, and I've sort of forgotten yeah. off the display, but that was awesome to see again. Forget how good it was, and the. Yeah, the New Zealand seven five seven. I could I could list half the stuff on there to be honest, but no, I thought it, well, was, it, it, it was a highlights reel. Yeah, it was so nice to watch some of these you know amazing displays that you know we've not had the the South Koreans back unfortunately, and probably quite a while before we end up getting them back again. So yeah, no, it was absolutely brilliant to see that kind of stuff in there. Um, do you think so? W- when we were watching, I think we we actually chatted about this. Do you think there's scope for them putting a similar show on every year, whether it's at the same time as the regular show or whether it's, uh, well, that probably isn't feasible really, but perhaps as an off-season thing to do, and obviously there's only so many times you can play the same archive footage, but um, certainly with the the behind-the-scenes stuff and the more documentary-level type stuff, would you watch something like that if they put it on? I would. Um, I I think there's scope to do that. I'm not sure you'd be able to make it. I don't know how long. What was the runtime for them? Four, four and a half about, hours about or something like that? Yeah, every, each day, yeah. 
I don't think you could make it that long. Um, I think it, you, you know, maybe an hour or two at most, because otherwise, you'd, as you say, you'd end up running out of material very quickly. Um, but I'd watch it. I, I love the behind-the-scenes stuff. Um, Don, what was what? What would you would you watch it? Hundred percent. I think uh, rather than like, like both of you said, they would run out of uh, features very quickly if they just did lookbacks. But if they focus it maybe behind the scenes on on the show itself, mm. um, obviously they have to be careful that they don't take away from the DVD. But maybe make up some features of of stuff that doesn't make the DVD an hour an hour or so. Look back at you know say React twenty twenty one. I'd definitely watch something like that. There used to be uh, highlight programs on just terrestrial TV yeah. of yes. React farmers, etc. So bringing back something like that, yeah, you get my interest. Sure. Yeah, definitely, I'd, I'd agree. Um, so yeah, congratulations to the Air Tattoo team for for putting that on. I'm, I mean, as we said, just great effort to actually get something on on the weekend that it was supposed to be mm. happening. It's just, it's a great effort great move and you know hopefully be back at the real thing next year though <laughs> fingers crossed um the other of course brand new format never been done before was a drive-in air show at old warden um yeah i don't know if we've got that much to say about it but it looks like it was a pretty resounding success the st- the, what was said on the forums looks very positive actually i don't i don't think there was one person on the on the old warden thread in on the uk air show review forum that said you know they'd done a a particularly bad job of it i think scott as you said sam um will be hopefully doing a review at some point but by the sounds of it they were being you know very careful as to how people were parking making sure people were yeah sure took with like to the left of the box so that it made like a natural barrier so people could see the displays um yeah, and, and the nice thing, I think obviously what helped is the weather wasn't too bad as well, which, you know, it always helps with an old warden show. But, um, yeah, it'd be in, I'd love to go to one, hopefully find the time to go to one in the, in the not-too-distant future. Well, I'm, I'm going, actually am now going to the one on the 2nd of August with my mate Chris, who I'm sure will be delighted to get a shout-out on the podcast because I know he listens. <laughs> um, I'm looking forward to it. Honestly, based on... Um, what came out Saturday? Yeah, it looks like they've done a, a smashing. Job. It's one of, I think I said in the group chat. Of course, it was Shuttleworth that nailed it. You know. Yeah, fair play to again for trying it. They could have easily just gone. Well, we'll just write the season off. Yeah, yeah. But they tried something. It's different. It looks like it worked. I, I, again, I've not seen any negative feedback. Any photographs that I've seen from from the event. Yeah, the weather looked absolutely beautiful towards yeah, the end, uh, later on in the evening. Um, yeah, fair play. So so glad that they actually did something, and if you can get some money uh, into the, into the collection, brilliant. Good yeah. to see. So I mean, really, I think we're just getting together to share our thoughts tonight. We probably uh, don't want to waffle on too long, but um, it's good to have it air shows finally happening again just knowing they're out there no, it's weird isn't it yep. we're in mid-July and we've had our first air show of the year well do you, do you know I was thinking this the other day and yes obviously it's only just happened 
but it's only really two months later, two and a half months later than it would be normally. So it's not. It it isn't like air shows have been gone for years. No, I think I think the way I'm sort of seeing it is you've by this point you've usually had like your big hitter shows like you've had your React, you've had your Flying Legends, and you've had your Lee Overton mm-hmm. plus Cosford, etc. Because um, by this point in the season you're usually into like more of your seaside shows. You've got a couple of Duxford shows. Sure. Or obviously there's a, a smattering of Shuttleworth shows, thankfully. Um, but um, yeah, at least we're. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna say back to normality because we're far from it. But yes, very much. Some so. sort. Some sort of, you know, moving in the right direction, so to speak. Hopefully, you know, fingers crossed. Everything does get better. We don't end up slipping back into a second wave. Who knows? I'm not clairvoyant. I'm good, but I'm not that good. <laughs> It'll be interesting to see what the, the remainder of the season does look like. Um, BBMF, they achieved PDA, I think it's Friday, yeah. just gone. Uh, the Reds have got PDA, so I don't know whether that's in anticipation of it, uh, attending any events or... You know, so it'll be very interesting to see what... So what have we got? We've got a couple of Shuttle Earths. Duxford. Duxford is going ahead. Is there any more that we know of? Milan over in France. A couple of yeah, yeah. The UK going over there. Uh, is Le Ferte LA? Yeah, that's that's late in October. Now, yeah, late October. Be interesting to see how how much those programs change. Whether you do suddenly find people like the BBMF or the Red Arrows going to basically what little shows there are, I suppose. Yeah. Anyway, that remains to be seen. Um, thanks for listening to our reaction episode here. Uh, really just putting our thoughts down to well not paper but audio file (laughs) (laughs) Um, if you've just started tuning in after our marathon react episode uh, released last week where we had uh, Ben Donnell airshow commentator Tim Prince react or air tattoo co-founder and uh, Peter Riok the air tattoo head of air operations then you if you didn't know you can listen to us on spotify and apple podcasts and uh we're appearing on other podcast aggregators as well now uh or if you want the rss feed you can also get that from our website which is airshows.co.uk slash podcast um thank you for listening please subscribe if you know anyone else who watched the virtual air tattoo and enjoyed it then please share the podcast around Uh, and you can always head to our forums at forums.airshows.co.uk to help share your thoughts Uh, see you around bye